Studio, where college football meets the all-lifestyle. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming around the world live at the Out of Bounds radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. Where are you? The Zone. Oh, good morning. Welcome in. The Out of Bounds Show is driven by Mack Hike in Flowood. If you're in the market for an SUV or truck, hit up Mack Hike and Flowood. MacHikeFlowood.com. Pre-owned and new SUVs and trucks. 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Oh, man. Mississippi State will hire an athletic director and offensive coordinator this week. And then Ole Miss will hire a cornerbacks coach at some point in the near future. And according to Ole Miss fans on the Ag Up Equipment text line, uh, Ole Miss will be in a basketball coaching search in March. Man, Kermit Davis Jr. has made a lot of money. Yeah, you know, he's making three million a year. He's some buyout. Um, Jans with the big win on Saturday uh, in the hump. I was there. And I was impressed with the crowd. Uh, again, no students, big crowd. You give this fan base just a little bit of incentive. Now, I don't know how much longer it lasts because I don't know how many games they can win uh, because of what they are offensively. But Jans did a great job on the defensive end. They scored enough the last 10 minutes of the game, hit some shots outside. And I told you earlier, McNair Jr., not sure. Where that came from, but give give that young man credit. He was uh, the toast of the town, so to speak, and the last few minutes of the game and played played well. 64-54, uh, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, and Ole Miss is yet to win a game. They're 0-3. Yeah, they're, they're 0-3, and I don't know. They should be better. Kermit Davis has been there for five years. Um, They host Auburn tomorrow. And Auburn's not what they were last year. But let me tell you something. They still have some players. But, you know, Ole Miss needs to to get a W. They've got backed Auburn at Ole Miss, Georgia at Ole Miss. Then they go to South Carolina. South Carolina's awful. Just FYI. I, I, I don't know what else to tell you. Uh, I watched four minutes of, of them playing, and it you, you think watching Mississippi State and Ole Miss was was difficult on Saturday, and a lot of it was. South Carolina's terrible, and uh, they haven't believed in scoring in forever. They're like uh, Vanderbilt in football, or Will Muschamp, or yeah, or Will Muschamp. There you go. They're like Will Muschamp. That's a good. That's a good way to. Uh, South Carolina is trying to take the Will Muschamp model and drop it in their basketball. Well, hell, Frank Martin never, I mean, they haven't scored in the last 20. Remember when they had B.J. Mackey and what was it, Watson at, at guard? I think Eddie Fogler was their coach at that time. And they had a hell of a one-two combo at guard. 
they won like 24 games, but they got back and went to the tournament at like a two seed or three seed. And then they got bounced, I think, in the first round. But had an incredible regular regular season. Anyway, oh, something else to keep an eye on. I know we talked about Harbaugh and what he could do and Sean Payton and what he could do. By the way, Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. What Where he could land and Michigan people are getting fed up with the flirting with the NFL teams. Uh, Sean Payton can do what he wants to do. So we'll just see. He's going to interview with the Broncos and, and, and we'll see how that plays out. Is John Calipari wearing out his welcome in Lexington, Kentucky? They are 10 and 5 and 1 and 2 in the league. Whoa. And Alabama just took them to the woodshed. Maybe your fan base would rather lose to Alabama. Wow. Wow. So, um,. But Luke on our Ag Up equipment text line says may not win in January. If you can't beat South Carolina, hello, or Georgia at home, I mean Michael White uh, is a decent coach, but it's his first year at Georgia. Um, Georgia's one and one, eleven and four. Yeah, you know, Auburn's probably going to be a tough pull, but it, it it's at home, back against the wall. I don't think you'll win, but you could. The bottom line is you got to get your act together. Hey, what if Calip? What if Calipari has worn out his welcome? We're talking about Harbaugh at Michigan wearing wearing out his welcome. Would Calipari finally look at the NBA and look hard? And here's the deal. Is it guaranteed that the NBA will hire hires That's him? what I was about to say. At this point, why would you hire he, him? He's at the – I mean, that's that's one of the best jobs in college basketball. They do anything they he he gets paid ten million a year, and whatever he needs or wants, they have it for him. And look, y'all, I've been up to Lexington several times the last few years. The whole town's Calipari. It's just that John runs it, A to Z. But Calipari, big name. He's won a title at Kentucky. He's been to three. Uh, he's taken three different teams to the Final Four. You, I know two have been vacated. I kind of question that, but whatever. Uh, UMass. Memphis and Kentucky. Um, will Cal head to the NBA? Boy, you talking about a big job opening? You already got Texas open. Kentucky would be wild. Kentucky would be wild. You know what though? I take because the Texas would they job. go and try to get, you know, some of these guys that are winning at winning big at non blue blood programs. It's something to keep an eye on. You know, we just had a massive shakeup in college basketball. Roy Williams, Shashesky, and Jay Wright all went to the house over the last two years. And so Bill Self may be the last ones. Those are the five schools. Fair enough? Right now? I think that's right. Yeah. Kentucky, Kansas, Duke, North Carolina. And if you want to throw in Nova. I know they're not as yeah. big, but... But they've, they've won, won a couple titles. Yeah, yeah recently. They, they're yeah. already reeling, by the way, with him gone. Jay Wright was calling the game on Saturday, like, which is crazy. And Bill Rafferty, it's the best coach to ever be in Starkville. Basketball. Sorry, excuse me. Hold on. Hold on. Easy. Name name me a better basketball coach that's walked in that gym. <sighs> All right, you can't. Rick Pitino. 
You, um, you take Patino over Jay Wright? They're both unbelievable. It's not what I asked. Which one are you taking? Uh, in their prime, I'd take Patino. Woo! And I love Jay Wright. Is love that, him. Is that ageism? Or are you, are you, it may be. Is that because you grew up with him? It could be. But Patino was great, man. He was. I, I know he I know he got all, in all the scandals on and, the way out. And it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But, dude, the guy. Yeah. The guy took Providence to the yeah. Final Four. I was at that he Final Four. He won a title four, with Louisville. And it looked like a bunch of guys that were at like Christian Brothers. No, I get it. Okay. I, I get it. I, I was at that Final Look, Tark the Shark rolled out his team before the game. And Providence. And, like, I was look. you looked at Larry Johnson and Stacey Ogman and, and those guys. And then you were like, where did Providence come from? Yeah. It's going to be like tonight when TCU and Georgia walk out at midfield and you go, why is Georgia playing this high school team? Wow. Wow. I'm just kidding. They whipped Michigan. Jim Harbaugh's running from college now, football. Michigan, Michigan handed them some gifts. Um, yeah. Just like the commissioner's going to hand, well, we don't have a commissioner, but the, the guy's going to hand the trophy to Sonny, Hancock? Sonny Dykes, baby. Yeah. You're going to hand it right to oh, him. Oh, no, it'll be Kirby's going back to back and – Alabama's going to implode. I don't. What does that mean for the league, though? I know LSU's coming back. Can Florida come back in football? Is the question. Can they pump millions in their NIL fund and do it both in recruiting high school, some way, and um, portal players? We'll see. David Johnson, nine thirty. On ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. And I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. And that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. <gasps> And good morning. Welcome in. Man, the, the Ag Up Equipment text line is insane today. Um, as far as offensive and uh, offensive coordinator at Mississippi State, even some Ole Miss fans weighing in on 
Kermit Davis Jr. and the fact that this thing has not worked. It just hasn't. And you got the pavilion. I know facilities don't matter as much today, but I mean, the pavilion's cool. I mean, Tad Smith was a dump. You know, we've talked about that for years. Uh, You've got the pavilion. You've got the indoor facility. You felt like some of those transactions in the offseason were good enough to at least have a team that was super competitive. And it's just not there. I couldn't believe it on Saturday watching the the Mississippi State Ole Miss game. I, I really couldn't. Because uh, I know what, what MSU is. And, and Jan's just combination didn't have time and didn't have enough money um, to really dance and, and, and rock and roll. Uh, still surprised, honestly, that Jans didn't get at least a little bit better offensive player, but I also understand it was difficult. Kermit Davis Jr., They in year five, you can't be that bad. That's unacceptable. So, um, let's see what's going on here. Uh, no, that's... What is Tyler Durden talking about? I have no idea. I uh, I don't... Sometimes I think people read things online and assume we just said them when they don't ever have anything to do with us. But I think that's just because we're on the air and we're the state's you know, sports talk show, right? right. So, so if you see it on a message board, well, then, you know, must be talking about it over here. I, have, I had heard, I know what he's referencing. There was a small sliver of people who were like, oh, Leach was going to, and this was all posthumously, right? Because we all have 2020 hindsight. Yes, no there's no, there's no record of this discussion as a, a, you know, from July. But there were people who have come out and been like, oh, you know, Leach was going to step down because of health anyway, and he's been grooming Arnett, and they were going to announce Arnett as the head coach no matter what, and yada yada. No, that's not accurate. No, and also we've done this whole dog and pony show at a lot of schools. Okay, we've done, we've seen it happen at Florida State. We've seen it happen. In state, at Mississippi State in baseball, sometimes the legend tells you what he wants to happen when he goes. Doesn't mean it's always going to happen. Ah, uh, okay, right. Yeah. So uh, Ron Paul, yeah, Tommy Raffo, yeah. I got. You. I think about too Bobby Bowden, right? The whole passing down thing, like yeah. You know, oh, we're gonna have a coach and wait. And, and it just that whole thing is always the the coach a mess. and waiting thing rarely ever works. And also, just because a guy may want someone to be his replacement very rarely means anything to the people replacing him. Yeah, like some people are now trying to say, well, Kendall Browles will take Sam Pittman's place. I doubt it. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah. So, so, it, it just, it, but it is uh, one thing I've noticed doing the show now for like five years is that they people hear something and then assume it just came from whatever show they like to listen to. Yeah, somebody sent me a screenshot. Of, somebody said on a board that I said Sonny Dykes was coming to Mississippi It's from State. Twitter. Okay, I know exactly what this is. All right, so someone posted on an article. Uh, someone said, do you think Sonny is interested in coming to be OC in Starville? And you, it was something you had retweeted, and it was just an article about Sonny Dykes in the championship game. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you retweeted their comment and said, with the money State's offering, yes, it's a attractive job, yada, yada, yada. You were not saying Sonny was taking the job. Oh, you no. were saying it's an attractive job. Anybody However, who thought that is beyond dumb. I get the retweet. It just lined up to be a weird. It was like a very vague, uh, like the way the and retweet so people was. Took what they wanted, from and so people were like, "Oh, this guy's saying that Sonny Dykes is going to leave 
head coaching at TCU to be the OC in Startville. That which, like, no one ever thought that. Dumbest thing ever. Correct. And you clearly didn't mean that, but I, they, it was the way you retweeted it that made it. It didn't make it look that, but I get where people were able to draw that conclusion, right? Oh, I wasn't drawing on the article. I was drawing what he said in he, the tweet. Yeah, yeah, I understand that, too. I laughed about that. That's why I didn't say anything to you over the weekend. I just laughed. I was like, that's so dumb. <laughs> like, uh, but oh, pe- that's, that's where, all, that's where the, all that came from. The Ole Miss frat boys came from on, I, on the Twitter feed? I'm assuring. I didn't even I'm assuming, put all that together. Yeah, I'm assuming okay. that's exactly where that's okay, from. I got it. All right. Out of bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Uh, we're streaming live on the zone1059.com in the Out of Bounds radio app. Uh, yeah, that was obvious. I wasn't saying Sonny Dykes would take the OC job at Mississippi State. That would be like Mike Tomlin taking the Southern Cal job. At least Pittsburgh Steelers, <laughs> head coach. I don't know. You may need to get out of Pittsburgh. Get out of there. Come back to college. He hadn't won a playoff game since 2016. <laughs> yeah, but he hasn't had a losing record ever. I know. I love people that like to trot that out. Steelers fans are not happy with that either. Uh, speaking of not happy, thank goodness Mike Bobo was not a real candidate. State fans were not happy. No, they weren't. Uh, Mike Bobo was not a candidate. He was not considered, and he wasn't interviewed. How about that? I, whether it was football scoop or whoever did that, uh, boy, that got going. What was that about a six hour deal on Friday or whatever? Yeah. 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 It went, it, I think it started Thursday night and bled into Friday into it got real hot and bothered Friday. And, and it was kind of a downtime here. Well, it's all, this is why coaching rumors are the, that's why they get so much fuel because it's, it's after the games are played. Right. Yeah. So there's nothing else to, it's why we, it's part of why we love recruiting. Cause it's a way to say, we won or we lost. Yeah. Right? It's it's a measuring stick. It's pure state. Spit speculation and you Until can't it happens. really define it yeah. and quantify it. Yep. You can try to. Yep. Yeah. I mean, what's more fun than seeing here going... And it's the new shiny toy. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. It's like, it's, especially when you're a team who is looking for hope, right? Yeah. And so, a lot of times, Startville and Oxford, that new hire is supposed to be a breath of fresh air, right? right. Uh, look, Kermit Davis, whatever you want to say about what he's done, whatever... The apathy of the pro- towards the program right now, when they make a new hire, it will be a breath of fresh air. That's true. Right? That's, That's just true. the way it works. Yep. And so we're always ask Jets fans, ask Lions fans. The offseason's the best part because you can hope. When you and I flew out with all those fans to the NFL draft, I saw it right before my eyes. I mean, people are partying their ass off Every- on the plane. Everyone's a Super Bowl contender in April. And especially the Texans and the Lions. Yep. And yep. maybe one other were decked out, and I was sitting there thinking, this is their best day of the year. Correct. And NFL Chuck says the same thing. He's like, look, man, we live for draft day because it's not like we're any good on the field. It's accurate. I mean, that's the Jets. That's what the the Jets have been. Jets, the Jets have been Texan NFL draft champs lives. forever. Now, kudos to Mr. Kneecap Biter Ugh. in Detroit. Da- former Sean Payton assistant Dan Campbell did an un- Unbelievable job. This they won year. nine games, Bo. They won nine. They they have more wins than two playoff teams: the Jags and the Bucks. <laughs> that just is what it is, dude. I mean, man, give give Dan Campbell, and he was on Hard Knocks. Usually, you tank on Hard Knocks, and you and I watched Hard Knocks last yeah, August or yeah. whatever it was. Look, 
the lot. First off, I'll forever love Dan Campbell for beating Aaron Rodgers. I hate that guy so much. Man, you're. I hate Aaron really Rodgers. It's really aggressive where you go. He's with such your, a piece of trash. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, oh my gosh. Hatred. I'm not normally one of those guys. Like I know you like to say salty, but but I'm not one of those shock jock guys who gets on here like a, our friend T Bob. Uh, down in Baton Rouge, who will get on and just scream into the microphone for an hour because that's his character. That I don't do that. I hate Aaron Rodgers. I hate Aaron Rodgers, and I'm part of the fan club on Twitter, the Aaron Rodgers Elimination Day fan club. It's every year when he gets eliminated from a Super Bowl because he hasn't won. He's only got one. He's right. an underachiever. He's Whoa. lost like four or five NFC title games now. Whoa. Didn't even make the playoffs this year. I'm not. He, he dragged his franchise through the mud so he could play Jeopardy for a few months and pretend like he was bigger than the NFL. Newsflash, Aaron. You're not bigger than the Packers. You're not bigger than the NFL. And I'm so happy he's sitting at home. I am forever one pack, one pride, Dan Campbell, coach of the year. Is this because it's game week for you uh, with disc golf and you're coming in like this? And the Cowboys are making me angry and I just hate Aaron well, Rodgers. I think they're probably done this Monday night, but we'll see. Uh, David Johnson, DJ, Inside the Rebels, coming up next. This is the SEC Insider Hit. Presented by your local Farm Bureau insurance agent. Go local. Go with a home team. Inside the Rebels, 247 Sports. David Johnson, DJ, joins us on the Patron Tequila guest line. And coming off a weekend of uh, transfer portal recruit, well, everybody's recruiting everything really. But transfer portal recruiting, there's still many teams high school recruiting, and uh, there's still a long way to go. It is a uh, marathon, not a sprint, but it's a sprint for the fans. DJ joins us on the Out of Bounds Show, driven by the Ram Trucks at Mack Hike and Flowood. And also presented by Independent Roofing Systems, the number one commercial roofing company in Mississippi, Independent Roofing Systems. DJ, good morning. Were you surprised that uh, Ole Miss didn't lock up one or two, you know, commitments over the weekend with portal visits? Well, obviously that was the, the plan going into the weekend. But, you know, to say I'm surprised in, in this age of nil and all the things going on really not even below the surface anymore you know it's just part of the general deal Bo, i gotta tell you i've been doing this a long time it's hard to know what to expect now it truly is um you know while we may have an idea of what say the grove collective is prepared to pay a guy we have no idea what Texas, Alabama, Georgia, anybody else out there is countering with. So it, it makes it much more difficult to prognosticate on these things. Yeah. What? Um, yeah, this is crazy trying to keep up with the portal. It makes actually high school recruiting not look near as, as crazy. When, are, do you have any expectations this week before getting more visits next weekend? Or, or how do you look at the next uh, four or five days going into Friday, DJ? Yeah, you got you to gotta take it day by day. I mean, uh, I, I'm not so sure right now 
they could tell you who they have coming in this weekend. And I don't think they're alone in that regards. It's hard for schools anywhere in the country to tell you this is who we're bringing in this week. These guys will be here this weekend because, again, NIL can change any of that, you know, without any prior notification. So, you know, we're kind of flying by the seat of our bridges a little bit. You know, we know what the needs are, but we don't know if there are going to be the right guys out there that are ultimately going to be able to fill those needs. Okay. What about Sanders, Oklahoma State quarterback? Yeah. um, Came in this weekend. And, um, you know, a guy of Sanders' stature is not really who I thought they would go after in terms of uh, finding a backup, if you will, for Jackson Dart. Um, You know, there's no doubt Lane Kiffin's going to always play who he thinks is the best player. Um, but, I mean, let's just say if you do get Spencer Sanders, he's not coming here to um, to toe the clipboard. No. I mean, he, no. he started four years at Oklahoma State. So, you know, the question is, are you opening the, the wound to another quarterback battle? Um, you know, and, and – you know, then you get to wondering, well, you know, what is player equity worth? Is it worth anything anymore um, in this current system? So, you know, they had three quarterbacks on campus over the weekend. One was Brady Allen from Purdue. He, he withdrew from the portal when he got back home last night. So he's staying at Purdue. The other is Mike Wright, and some people are 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 are, are thinking that, Ole Miss would move him to a different position. Um, And then Spencer Sanders. Um, They're probably in a situation where they have to find a backup quarterback. And you want it to be the best guy you can possibly get because that backup is the most – he's one play away from being the most important man on your roster. Well, who's who's he looking uh, at? Uh, Who else is Spencer Sanders looking at, DJ? Yeah, Auburn. He's, he's looking at uh, Yeah, I knew about it. Auburn. Is that it? Is it just a freeze Kiffin battle or is there anybody else? I, I really think I, I really think it is at this point. Okay. Unless somebody comes in late and uh, you know, with a with a better offer, if you will. Um so, you know, it it's uh, what we do know Monday morning at nine thirty, nine thirty five is of all the kids Ole Miss brought in this weekend there haven't been any commitments made. And, uh, you know, you don't ever want to strike out on a portal weekend. You would like to get somebody in the boat. There's a lot of high hope, I, I still think, for Brady Priest, uh, Caden Priestcorn, the tight end out of Memphis. Uh, but, you know, he seems to be down to Ole Miss and Louisville and possibly Michigan State getting involved. Uh, he is a native of Michigan. So, um, you know, we just don't know right now. Yeah. You know, will uh, will the big Sears defensive tackle, um, Sears being his last name, out of Texas State, you know, will he commit today to Penn State, South Carolina, or one other finalist? Ole Miss just offered him. Or will he come in for a visit this week? You know, we're, we're waiting to see on him. 
He is David Johnson inside the Rebels. He joins us on the Patron Tequila guest line. What about Gene Baptiste from Ohio State? How do you feel about that, DJ? Yeah, he's got to take more visits. He was in here this weekend. Um, you know, I, I think it's significant that Ole Miss got maybe his first visit. Um, but, you know, this is a kid that he's he's going to go other places and see other things. So, you know, the verdict's still out on him. The verdict's out on all these kids. It's not. It's not. It's not time to push the panic button. Okay. But, you know, I, I think kids in the portal have become a little bit more deliberate in their decision making, and, and wisely so because there's a lot of money on the line. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's um, that that's that's just a wise thing to do on their part. Okay. Uh, it, how many do they want to take? Eight more, give or take. Yeah, I think eight would be a would be a solid number. I could see them going as high as as ten, maybe even eleven or twelve. Okay. Uh, it, it, do you feel like it's more? Lane was on the uh, forefront of this, uh, especially last year when it really kicked in, and he yeah. obviously made hay. Uh, do you do you get the sense though? now that everybody was able to kind of look at the landscape of what's going on, that it's a lot more competitive in the portal this year, DJ? Yeah, 100%. Particularly if you're not Alabama or if you're not Georgia, where you can still plow the high school fields, if you will, and bring in guys who will be patient enough with you to let their development happen. Um, So many schools... And I think you can count Ole Miss and Mississippi State both among them. Um, you know, I, I don't know if they're they're not at that level where where you know Kirby Smart is playing in a national championship game this year tonight, and I don't think there's a single transfer portal player on the Georgia roster. No, I don't think. And they've worked it a little either. harder this year, but but you know they didn't go that route. And they don't have to go that route, and neither does Alabama. Uh, and there are very few programs that can say that. But, um, you know, Ole Miss and Mississippi State have to take advantage of the transfer portal. That is the great equalizer. If you hit on it, we think. We think it is. I mean, you know, even as great as Lane's portal class was last year, I mean, the Rebels limped to an 8-5 and five finish, lost five of their last six games. So, you know, the proof I don't think is in the pudding just yet. Okay. DJ David Johnson inside the Rebels. He joins us on the Patron Tequila guest line. You're listening out of bounds. There's a lot, as DJ said, there's a lot more to shake out over the next couple of weeks um, as far as as far as the portal and, and visit. Is this even trying to, uh, like, you know, you get the list of top 30 recruits in high school. And so, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of know what's going on and what's happening. Is this just off the chains trying to follow all this stuff in the portal? Because it's tough. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like swimming every day. I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, it's wild, man. I, I mean, it, it it truly is. I mean, I mean, the old way of looking at things, like, okay, he's got a great relationship with Coach A, B, and C at this school. He's from here, 
this is where he's going to go to school. You just know it. Uh, yeah, you, you hesitate before you cast those crystal ball votes now because there's so much you don't know. And, um, you know, un, un, until it makes its way onto the public marketplace where, you know, somebody is actually doing a public NIL tracker, you're not going to know. And, um, you know, it doesn't have to be secret anymore, but it's still kind of secretive in the early going. Right. So, um, you know, I, I mean, I mean, the Grove Collective, um, you know, they're 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 a private organization and they did so intentionally so that uh, other schools wouldn't know what they had. That's absolutely. All right. Well, DJ, um, inside the Rebels, I, I can't wait to see how this shakes out. Do you have a question, Floyd? Oh, coaching changes. Yeah, all right. So your your corners coach went to uh, Purdue. Um, yep. That you know, I know Lane wants to get that done in the next whenever week or so. Uh, have you heard any names on that, DJ? You know, I I think, and I, I don't like burying coaches while they're alive, and I don't do that. But you know, I think some other pieces have to fall before he starts reconstructing things on the defensive side of the ball, if that makes any sense to you. Okay. Interesting. So Partridge, Partridge and Crumb, uh, staying or going? Yeah, you know, that's... Um, I see. You, I, I know where you're going here. Okay, that, I got that, you. That, that's just not not for, for me to say. Like sure. I said... I don't want to ever bury a coach while no, they're alive. I get it. And, I get um, it. Okay. You know, and then and last I looked, they're still gainfully employed by Ole Miss, and both of them have the title of co-defensive coordinator. All right. We'll 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 leave it there. David Johnson says um, it's going to be a wild 10 to 14 days, and yep. and we'll see what, what, what all shakes out and, and where everything's going. DJ, inside the Rebels, 247 Sports. DJ, we'll do it again soon. Thank you, man. All right, bye, right, Bo. Thanks. Bye. And I don't blame him on the on the crumb partridge thing. I mean, you know, it, you you can only speculate too much. Uh, boy, as you read the tea leaves, could be some more changes in, in Oxford, and we'll we'll see what what happens there. Um, to get a visit from Sanders was big. Uh, Sir Sanders from Oklahoma. We think he goes to Auburn. Which which gives him a better chance to play Auburn? Then that's the answer. I mean, Robbie Ash, yeah, Auburn. David told you he's a four time. He's a four year player. He started at least three, but maybe some of the, his freshman year too at Oklahoma State. Right. He has played a lot of ball. Oh, he's played a ton of football. I don't. I know we t- we went through this with Gardner Minshew, who was going to go the grad transfer coach route. If you get a chance to play, ninety nine out of a hundred players are taking that extra year yeah. to play. Instead of going somewhere where they would coach, right? You got to take the if if Freeze is recruiting you, you know where you have a chance to be. A, you have a real chance to be a starter, and then you know where there's pretty much no chance you're beating out the incumbent in Oxford. Right. It'd be a it'd be a huge get for Kiffin because that would be. Well, in, what do you do with Dart? Well, instantly if you if, get if if Sanders did, I don't think this is going to happen. But if he landed in Oxford and he beat out Dart. I don't. I can't imagine how much you're burning way too much money well, in one you, position. He couldn't beat out Dart because you've already you've already invested heavily in Dart. You you would have to throw around some serious money 
to land Sanders, you've already thrown around a truckload for Quinshawn Judkins. At some point, you got to be very careful on, you know, how you're you're spending your dollars. No, if you brought Sanders in, I don't think you could have him start over Dart because you well, would lo- he's not going to sit. You would lose Dart. So it's well, well, no, but I guess. But my point would be, Kiffin would have to sell him that there's a competition, but you. there would not be one. Is okay. my point. Like there, there would be a competition. I say in air quotes, but there would not be a competition. You think Jackson Dart's tick that Spencer Sanders took a visit? I think if Jackson Dart is aware of what current college football landscape is, he's understanding that this is always a thing that's going to happen. Fair enough. And this is a great look. And he took. You could argue he took Altmaier's job. Well, not argue he did. Well, yeah. And and so. This is very NFL. We're getting an NFL taste of this, where players are going to have to understand this is a business, and you are not guaranteed the next week, ever. So they wanted a lot of autonomy and the ability to get paid, but you also have to understand that you could be replaced in two seconds, even more so than ten years, five years ago, ten years ago. Correct. Yeah. And I would I would say if you're Kiffin and you can land Sanders. You go from having one of the thinnest, weakest quarterback rooms to arguably the best QB room in terms of yeah. two guys who could start and win games. That's right. In the SEC. Now, again, if you're Sanders, you got to go. How did, do you not take Auburn? lose confidence in Dart down the stretch? This goes back to an even better question that we talked to David Johnson last spring with, which is why is Luke Altmaier not as good as Jackson Dart in this system already being here? Was that the original mistake? was not giving Altmaier a real chance to, to play and win the job. Because then you could bring in a transfer this year, it might be a different situation. But now you're so, if, if the reports are true, and you are two to $500,000 in on Jackson Dart, you can't go anywhere. Yeah. Or maybe it could be even slightly above that. Yeah. I mean, let's just say conservatively it's 500000 that you've pledged to Jackson Dart. What are you going to do? What's Spencer Sanders going to go for? Any of these guys. What What is Auburn? Auburn's loaded the boat too in NIL. What What is? What are Freeze and Auburn willing to do? Well, and if you're Auburn, you overpay him because yeah. you have to have a viable starter next year. Yeah, and then Robbie Ashford will go to the portal. It'll just this thing's going to continue. By the way, yeah, it'll never stop. Right. I mean, look, Sawyer Robertson is in the portal. We'll see where he goes. I mean, there's been reports he's been linked to TCU because Max Duggan will be gone. He's got that style. He, you know, Sonny Dyke's connection to the air. Oh, raid. sure. Sonny's very familiar with him because Sonny's from Lubbock, Texas. He re- spent 20 years in Lubbock, Texas, and that's where Sawyer Robertson's from. And TCU recruited him out of yeah. high school. I mean, the, you know, he took the SEC offer, and I get it. The air raid godfather, Mike Leach, offers you, and you're an air raid Let guy. Let me ask you, you this. Go. Does the new offensive coordinator at Mississippi State try to pull a in the portal to challenge Will Rogers? I'm going to take the Steve Palazzolo approach, and this is going to upset some mommies and daddies in the, in the audience, so I'm sorry. Put your pacifier in if you get sad. Woo! Here's the truth. You should always be bringing in a quarterback. Right. Every single year. You should have a high school quarterback, and you should be looking in the portal for a backup or a challenger, unless you are sitting on Arch Manning. And even then, you still have to bring in high schoolers. But unless you're sitting on like Arch Manning, Dak Prescott, and he's like a sophomore, right. junior, and you know you have him for two years, 
then maybe you don't go to the portal. But every other year, you're pretty much going to be looking at the portal for a quarterback. Yeah. And you should be. Look, Chris, we, everybody thinks Chris Parsons is going to be the guy in Starville in another year, right? Like he'll, he'll redshirt sure. a year, and then he's going to be amazing. We've already decided. People told me that about Sawyer Robertson, too. Yeah. I've heard it all. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. When it's Chris, let's say Will Rogers plays next year and he starts, and then Chris Parsons, the inherent Parson. guy. Yeah, Parson is the inherent guy. Okay. Coming into spring of next year. It doesn't mean you don't go get a QB to challenge No, him. I'm with you. You have to. You have to. And let him prove that he can beat the redshirt junior who transfers in. Let him prove it. Because if he's good, he will. And if he's not, he won't. And that's what Jack's... That's the problem with Ole Miss, too, is you've pledged... See, State hasn't had this problem yet. No, they haven't pledged to a quarterback to a QB. Not to that level. If you go that route, the question then becomes, how many times can you go that route and spend the money and not use the player? Well, that's the, that's the big question that all the NIL... Fund managers are asking. And how much is guaranteed? We just talked about this with Aaron Rodgers last hour. He's guaranteed up to $90 million over the next course of this contract if he plays it all the way throughout. Yeah. Is Jackson, was Jackson Dart guaranteed five hundred grand, or did they say, we'll I, give you this for every month you're up on the roster it's, until it's, you reach it's five hundred every month. Correct. So so it's like these players, you know, how, many, how much of this money that when we say a player's getting X dollars? Quinchon Judkins... Two hundred thousand, right? Well, two fifty. If he if he leaves halfway through the season, is he getting all two fifty? You know, we don't know any of this because it's all private. Yeah. And so it's like, how much are the te- schools committing to a player realistically versus not? Ninety nine percent, if not more, are structuring it where if you get arrested and get booted or 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 you transfer you out, out yeah. or you tra- you're not yeah. getting paid anymore. Exactly. So it's, it's I don't think you'll see the Quinn Ewers thing again. It's a very interesting situation, but Ole Miss is approaching it one way. And states approaching it another way, at least for right now. Ole Miss has spent a lot of big dollars on a couple positions, and they've gone heavy portal. They got twelve high school kids in the class. They got six portal kids. They took fifteen or so portal kids last year. Was it more? Eighteen? I think it ended up being eighteen or yeah. nineteen. They they were right. David Johnson told under you Southern Cal as far as quantity, and they finished second. I think behind Southern. That's correct. Cal. David Johnson told you he thinks they could take ten more. That put them at sixteen. Right. I mean, it's just a different way to do it. We'll see if it works. I wonder how much that'll cost. The I mean, ne- it's going to cost you to players. sign high school kids, too. Right. That's right. So, it's going to cost you either way. The question is, are you good at allocating your resources or not? But but Lane did understand, hey, once I get transfers, I got them. Hey, we see, we see NFL teams mismanage resources and mismanage allocations all the time. All the time. So don't tell me it's not going to happen in college where it's even murkier and there's even less information. That's true. Tougher to... Yeah, at least in the NFL, I know who I'm bidding against and I know where I'm at and I know what a player is or is not. In in college, you have no idea. You have no idea. It's going to be fun. I mean, Illinois just paid to get Luke Altmaier in the portal. They They have an idea what he could be, but they don't know. He's played like three games. Yeah. No, I'm with you. All right. Uh, it's National uh, Tempura Day. Is it really? Yeah, I went to Ding Hao yesterday. Do it you was like, so good. I don't. I'm not. I love uh, Asian food. Yes, both Japanese, Chinese. You know, yeah, all. Korean, Thai, but, all of but it. Tempura, it, you know, because it's fried and it's batter fried, and and it's too is too much batter. You know what I like it in? I what? like when they do the tempura shrimp inside my sushi roll. 
Yeah. Not the whole roll tempured, but when they do the shrimp through the, the roll, it's been tempura okay. fried, and then they I put just, it in the roll. I just don't yeah. ever order it. I, I, I'm not a all-tempura guy, but you, I will. Would you get it, Dinghow? Hot pepper chicken, the best egg drop soup in the world, and salad. It's delicious. I'm hungry. Go see Yan Dinghow, Old Canton Lake Harbor, hot pepper chicken. She's sweet. Yes, she's the best. All right. It was so good. I played two rounds of disc golf and then went and ate Dinghow. Did you? Talk about a great Sunday. Wow. Great Sunday. Did you score well? Yeah, I won both both games minus eleven through two rounds. Any money? No, we were, well we play for tags. It's a different thing. It's like a ranking system. What kind of what is that? There's a league here and there's tags and ranking systems. We'll get into it. Tag? I'm, I'm basically pro, I so won't it's catch. fine. It's fine. I'm basically pro. We'll get to it. All right. Hope you have a good day. Lunch today brought to you by B3 Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue in Madison and Brandon. And they've got the blue plates and the burgers and the sandwiches and all kinds of good stuff. And Yingling Lager, B3, Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue. See you.